0: A few days ago I came across an interesting historic entry mentioning that for that day Secretary of State John Foster Dulles was staying at the Casa Roma Motel as he recuperated from cancer. It made me stop and think because I'd never heard of the Casaroma Motel and I became curious as to why I couldn't find much information about this old historic property. So I began digging, and I could only find scant mentions of the Casaroa Motel in the newspaper archives. And then today, November 29th, in the Key West Citizen, one of the historical events that was mentioned was that on November 29th, 1937, the former United States biological station at the east end of Flagler Avenue was sold to Julian Marks, who renamed the property Casa Roma. So that sent me on the search, searching just for Casa Roma. And in the course of looking for Casa Roma and what it was and how it became important enough and elite enough that the Secretary of State, (laughs) current Secretary of State, John Foster Dulles, would actually be there to recuperate from cancer, it made me wonder about the history of the property. And since today was the day that would have started the beginning of that property's journey as Casa Roma, let me share with you what I've uncovered. There's an interesting article in the March 27th, 1940, Key West Citizen, and it's talking about a beautiful home that is now on the tour of homes that they were having in the area. This is largely the original text from the newspaper writing in 1940, which is why some of the verbiage is very different than our current nomenclature. <laughs> so let me read it to you. It's, it's interesting and it paints a beautiful picture of what this property was. Far from the noise and dust of the city, out on the eastern tip of the island is the lovely and spacious garden of Mr. and Mrs. Julian J. Marks. From Roosevelt Boulevard, one catches an entrancing glimpse of the blue-green water, of a riot of flowers, a wide expanse of green sword, and a tall swaying palm tree. But to properly appreciate the splendor and beauty of the extensive grounds, one must ramble along bypaths to view the picturesque lily pond and rock garden. The perfect blending of multi hued flowers, the stark simplicity of the swimming pool, softened by the masses of velvety petunias. It was in May 1937 that the Marks purchased the four acres of land known as the Old U.S. Biological Station. The Marks were natives of Gross Point, Michigan, and once they bought the property, plans were drawn up and three months later construction began on the house and garden. Of the buildings already in place, one was torn down and the other was renovated and turned into the garage and servants' quarters. The house was a modified Bahama-type architecture and was constructed of concrete blocks and stucco and painted a dazzling white. The tropic motif has been stressed in the long, low, rambling structure. All rooms have outside exposure, floors are tiled, and porches are screened and enclosed. The house faces the Atlantic Ocean and has a southeast exposure in order to take advantage of the trade winds. A superb view is obtained of the adjacent island of Boca Chica cow key and stock island to the right of the residence is a commodious boathouse that accommodates lady grace the spick and span 38-foot cruiser belonging to the marks across the canal from the boathouse is an inviting cabana and outdoor fireplace ideal for picnics due to the fact that the four acres are triangular shaped and the house is situated at the left instead of the center. Balancing and landscaping the grounds has proven to be pretty much of a problem. However, gardening is Mr. Mark's hobby and he has proven himself equal to the task. He has gone into the work with great interest and enthusiasm, and the results are indeed gratifying. Looking ahead as a true gardener should, he has drawn up the most intricate of plans, the whole having been laid out with mathematical precision. The first step in preparing the garden was the elimination of hundreds of cork and almond trees with which the land was overrun. Only the graceful coconut, date, and perchardia palms were allowed to remain. The wind, due to the exposed situation of the grounds, has proved to be the most serious drawback to the delicate trees and plants. As a first aid, hundreds of small Australian pine seedlings from the Marks Nursery have been planted along the breakwater. They ended up serving as both a hedge and a windbreak. A feast for the eye is a rock garden to the left of the residence. Growing in the great profusion are masses of petunias, ageratum, African daisies, salvia, snapdragons, and candy tuft. Tier by tier, they descend in breathtaking beauty to a mirror-like pool teeming with goldfish whose vivid coloring vies in brilliancy with the flowers. Floating on the surface of the pond are lilies in pastel shades, holding aloft their waxy chalices to catch the morning dew. Black and gold butterflies quiver in ecstasy above the scene of surpassing loveliness. To the rear of the house are the plant nursery, chicken yard, and vegetable garden. Delicious red strawberries grow here in great profusion, proving to Doubting Thomases that these luscious fruits may be grown with ease in Key West. Mr. Marks was prominent for years in the financial world. He resigned at the age of 45 as the comptroller of the Packard Motor Company of Detroit, Michigan. Mr. Marks resigned not because of ill health or age, but because he was one of those rare mortals who knew when they had accumulated sufficient wealth. He and Mrs. Marks wisely decided that henceforth... They would spend their remaining years fancy-free and untrammeled with business worries. So they began the search for the ideal spot for a home. A search which took them to 42 states and much of Canada. Their prime requisites were boating and beauty of land, sea, and sky. Numerous places filling these requirements were found in the North, but were rejected because of their exceptionally short season. Looking for all-year-round facilities, they came to Florida, the nation's winter playground. Cities of the East and West Coast were found to be too commercial for the Marks, who were seeking a haven of rest. Then came the day when they followed the overseas highway across the coral aisles and concrete bridges until the end of the roadway was reached. Here, they found the southernmost city, the only frost-free spot in the 48 states. The long quest had ended, for they discovered fishing, swimming, and boating could be indulged in every month of the year. This was an angler's paradise with 600 edible fish to choose from. They found a city of old-world charm, quiet, serene, and utterly free of the endless hurry and complexities of life. They found gardens of grand tropical flowers, exotic fruits, skies of lapis, and sunsets of supreme loveliness. In other words, they found Key West. Some of the notable dignitaries and celebrities that visited Casa Roma were Harry Truman, Ernest Hemingway, Richard Nixon, John Foster Dulles, and even in the 80s, Don Johnson and Barbara Streisand stayed there. In doing current searches, I cannot find any mention of the historic property still standing. It wasn't until the 1950s that Casaroma seemed to have morphed into the Casaroma Motel and later on Casaroma Vacations. It wasn't until later on in the mid 80s that the Casaroma Foundation registered the sale of some of the units as well as the swimming pool. Based on the descriptions and locations in the newspaper articles, I'm only left to assume that this historical Casa Roma, which was also later called the Casa Roma Motel, is now the site of the Coconut Mallory condominiums at the end of Flagler and the corner of Roosevelt. And that all started on November 29th, 1937, with the sale of the former U.S. biological station to Julian Marks. And that's what happened today in Key West history. Today in Key West history is brought to you by 43 Keys Media. If you want to find out more about our glorious past of the Florida Keys and what's going on currently, visit 43keys.com.